The Red Rum Theater, episode 68, Ghostbusters. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alaniz. And Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies that help raise us up. Do I have a movie raised us right and raised us wrong? Today we're going to the movie Ghostbusters and how it taught us the value of the brotherhood and the power of the brotherhood. Let me just start off by saying this. I, I, I'm getting a lot of feedback from people right now, and they're saying they really do miss the weekly podcast. But on our end of things, this monthly format's stinking awesome, dude. Are we on? We're on. Oh, okay. I was going to say, <laughs> f- <'em." laughs> um, I'm just saying, and for, my, for our life, dude, coming together, doing a great podcast. Listen, Leave the Weapon podcast was dope as hell. And it was nice and long. Two hours. We had our. We, we took our time. I mean, I could take time to edit it. It, it, it dude. It, it makes life way easier for be us. Be happy. So this month, be, um, we are doing Ghostbusters. Before we get into Ghostbusters, and there's a lot to get into Ghostbusters. A lot. Yeah, it's like two movies, um, three <laughs> movies, and a cartoon series. Oh, we're gonna talk about the remake. Why or not? The, or the, yeah, okay. okay. Well, I loved it. Okay, so the cartoon was dope as hell. The real Ghostbusters. Now ends with Slimer. <laughs> Listen, all I want to say is everything was fine with our system until the power grid was shut off by Dickless the hair. <laughs> is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> listen, listen. That's my favorite joke. That's the funniest thing. <laughs> you want to get a guy mad. Oh. You insult his penis. You talk about his dick. And he's he coming would, at you, dude. And he comes at him, dude. He comes at him. Like he wasn't on an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, okay, so every <laughs> month we watch movies. Tony and I, we, we watch a lot of movies. All I, the movies. I was sick this month. So was I. I, I was sick. Uh, few, and I watched, uh, one day of sickness, I watched like five movies Me in too. one shot. Me too. And it was kind of awesome. It was the best. I, I watched watch, watch movies and TV shows. Dude, it's, so I haven't, done, I haven't watched five movies in one day in years. But I was fevered up all night long. I watched movies from stinking midnight to 7 a.m. It was awesome. It was awesome. Sounds amazing. Um, because with the school, watch some more movies. But a movie we watched this month. What did you, what, what did you watch this month? What do you got? I, I got a couple different ones I watched. But You're in a hard groove right now, I, dude. I am. I mean, groove is in the heart, dude. Um, so I watched I Spit on Your Grave, which I do not recommend for the faint of heart. Um, I'll never watch it. No, I told just telling you about it. You're in, you're like scarred for life. Legit. I watched two movies called Creep One and Creep Two that is are insane. It's like horror uncomfortable. It's, I mean, insane. But real gory? Uh, not really. Just uncomfortable. It's creep monsters or a bad person. Creep is a, a creepy dude. Oh yeah, it's. I don't ugh. like that stuff. 
I the payoff was good, but it was just okay. But the one that I really want to talk about is I was listening to um, what was I listening to? Oh, somebody had posted something on Facebook about horror movies that were so scary people don't finish them. Mm-hmm. So um, a movie kept coming up. Different people were talking about. Called, I, I've called, heard about it too. Called Veronica. So a Netflix one, original. One thing I didn't know was this movie's all in Spanish, so you have to read subtitles the whole movie. And there's so much going on, and there's like like background noises and all kinds of stuff. So you have to really have to pay attention. Um, I turned it on late night, and I was it was the night before I took the day off work because I was so sick, and it was so discombobulated, and I couldn't sit up on the couch, so I couldn't I couldn't keep up with the words. So I turned it off, and the next day, when it was light out, I watched it. Um, if you are a fan of The Exorcist, holy cow! And if you are a fan of people that are so dumb they play with Ouija boards, and they kind of get their just desserts, um, and you love horror, this is actually a really, really good movie with a great ending. Sticking the landing is hard for horror Dude, movies. Like, you're so in. There was a lot of times where I had to like pause and rewind just because I would miss just one sentence, and then come, and I'm, I'm like, you cannot miss anything, and like things are happening and they're so insane, and um, the twist is so unreal, dude. I can't even imagine. It's unreal. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. No spoilers. Yeah, but spoiler. Fan of horror, Veronica. It, it's a badass movie. It's a real badass movie. The movie I watched this month, uh, or a movie I want to bring up this month, is an, also on Netflix streaming. This I saw this on a list for best movie. Uh, the list was called Best Movies 2017 You Didn't Watch. And this, also, Tony called me and said, this movie, you have to see it. This movie's called Wind River. It's currently on Netflix streaming right now in the month of April, the month of March. It stars Jeremy Renner and um, the third Olsen sister. She's also which in she's it. amazing in it. She's great. She's great in Avengers too, dude. Who's she's she a Scarlet Witch. Or she's a Scarlet Witch. She's a sister of Quicksilver. Really? Yeah. Man, she got a little career going. She does. She was in Godzilla. What? With Brian Cranston. She's the wife. The wife. The wife of the son. Of the son. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's Cranston. Cranston was like fitties, dog. No. <laughs> I mean, it is the new millennium, dude. Now, Wind River. Listen. This movie is not a horror film, but it, it, it is a, a murder mystery. It's, um, it's kind of like a thriller, isn't it? Dude, it's messed up. And it's a tough watch. If you're a father of daughters, it's a tough, stinking watch. First of all, here's a setup. Jeremy Renner plays a cop. And he's a, he's cop. a cop. Sorry. He's a DNR guy. Yes. And uh, he goes to reservations sometimes to hunt animals when they're killing livestock. Which he's an amazing hunter, dude. The opening Holy scene is... Crap. Opening scene. The second scene is pretty awesome. But... There's a murder on the. There's a, a girl found in the in the stinking snow on the reservation, and FBI gets called in and they and they basically hit, need his help because he knows the area. He he's a hunter. He knows a lot of the land, and he sits with this FBI agent and he's, he's his own backstory. As he's uncovering what happened to some girl that's dead, he's revealing what's in his own life that makes it hard for him to do this thing. The layered well, acting. Yeah, the, he's he's known the little girl since she was a baby. Like he's known the girl. He knows the community. Everyone in the community. It's a reservation. This movie has a few layers going on. First, the murder mystery part of it is legit. 
Secondly, you have this reservation life. Because here's the thing about, listen, I go, we're in Flint, Michigan right now, okay? We got, met, a, met a guy tonight at Cafe Rayma at Open Mic. This guy living on the stinking, little north, north, near the east side, near Hurley in a bad neighborhood. And we lived in a bad neighborhood growing up, the east side. But whatever we saw on the east side, you ain't seen nothing if you live in reservations in America. In your reservations, the, um, the baby mortality rate is through the roof. Dude, I went... Fetal a, alcohol syndrome is unbelievable for babies I on a reservation. I went to a stinking mission trip on a reservation with the young adults. It Dude, was it's crazy. impoverished. People just... Just heroin, and, well, they meth. Have, they have their own um, laws Pro- and their own police, so... Nothing has to be up to code. No. Like, you're living in squalor, dude. Like, everything's like... Like, the, um, one thing the guy who ran the church was saying is, man, we've we've always prayed for one of these groups to come with an electrician because everything's just wired together horribly and they can just burn down. Nothing has to be approved. Because it's not part of America. It's literally considered First Nation, which is nuts. And you see reservation life, and it's awful. Like Horrible. Dude, and the reservation, people get born into that, and it breaks people down. Like, it's, it's crazy. And the movie shows the life they have. And so you have a layer of reservation. You have the layer of this guy's personal life story, the layer of the murder. Jimmy Renner not really loved him as an actor, his career. I've enjoyed his Mission Impossible The town, he was role. dope. He was awesome. He's, he's, he's a small role in the town. He had a big role in the town, fool. But he played, he, it's Ben Affleck's movie. This guy's Affleck's friend. Yeah, but he was badass, though. He was great. Renner, I've never liked Renner much I liked him in this movie. Renner, I he, loved he was, him in this role. He, it, it's, like, it's like when you see one of your favorite fighters in the UFC finally get a main event. Yes. He kills it. Like, Dude, he got this role. He got this movie. I've never seen The Hurt Locker, so I don't know if that's I didn't love event. it. I didn't love it. But this one was... I mean, nobody could have done as good a job as he did. There are scenes of such emotional honesty, I could not believe it. I, I tried to get you ready. <laughs> I, my wife was falling apart watching this film. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a hard one, dude. I mean, just the, the emotional honesty is so crazy, and the payoff of this movie is unbelievable. This movie builds to a, a, I mean, a point of tension that's unbelievable. There are lines I will quote from this film forever. There are lines I love in this film, dude. Great characters, great story, great cast, brutal subject matter. Because it's all brutal. It's reservation, but it's also about on the reservation, there's no um, stats kept for kidnapping and how many girls go missing on the res all, every year. And there's no records to be found of these girls. They assume they run off with a boyfriend. No one knows. Dude, this movie is... How about the dad? Did you talk to your mom when you were 18? Dude. Brutal, dude. It is... Okay, listen, it's rated R. It's got rowdy. I mean, you have death, rape. you have rape, you have, uh, I mean, you have awful mis- just, just language, drugs, I mean, blood. <laughs> it's crazy. It's dude. a crazy film. But man, I, it blew my mind. And, and, and like you were saying, it's hard to land a plane, dude. The ending was perfect. Ending was, and I it was the perfect, ending. And it was profound too. Oh like, man! I didn't get the. I'm like, what did that last speech mean? My wife explained to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's unbelievable. Like it is. Oh, the hospital rooms. Oh man, insane. that's something, dude. Oh, that, that, and then, oh, dude, it's 
Okay, watch Wind River. We got to move on. Watch Wind River. It is fan freaking tastic. It's un- it was unbelievable. I told you, dude. Now changing gears, going in back to nineteen eighty-seven. So March sixth, nineteen eighty-seven, a little movie comes out called Ghostbusters. First of all, how the shit? Oh, okay, I got you. Ninety-seven percent for permanent. Ninety-seven percent for this film. I'm on tomatoes. This movie is beloved when it drops. Yes. Okay. There's a whole cult behind Ghostbusters. I watch a reality. What are you talking show about? About Ghostbusters on Netflix, and it's just like extreme fans of Ghostbusters that go around the country and they dress like Ghostbusters, and they drive Ghostbuster cars. And it's it's kind of creepy, but it's we'll get into all that. It's a cult, though, dude. Now, as a little boy, I'm gonna tell you something. This movie kind of scared me. Uh, yeah, the library scene? That's some real shit. Dude, I told Angie, I'm still scared of libraries. Like, if you go to big library basements, it's just never books. Never would I go by myself. I'm still scared of it. Never. I'm still scared of libraries to this day because that opening scene. Like, just books coming across like that, that rows and rows yep. and rows. You can't see nothing? That's scary crap, dude. Forget that. I wouldn't play tag down there. I wouldn't play hide and seek no. down there. There's no stinking way. To this day, that opening scene, pretty stinking scary. That it's, librarian. It's, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Just when she's by around, herself. And, dude, the, 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 the stinking cards start coming out. The, um, what, are those, what are those things called? I don't know, dude. You're the smart guy. There's a word for those cars. Mm-hmm. Librarians, I'm sorry, librarians, but there's a thing for that. But that opening scene, scary. It's some scary crap, dude. Mm-hmm. But Ghostbusters comes out, and when I first saw it, I saw it on TV, HBO style. I was scared of it because there's ghosts, and there's a possession in this movie, dude. I know. A pos- and she is sexually coming out. I didn't realize as a kid at the sexual scene, dude. I know. She's like, I want you in me. He goes, well, there's already two of you in there already. So... <laughs> He handles that whole situation like a G, dude. You know what? You know what's funny though. The first time I seen it, not being a little kid, I'm like, he doesn't. He he must not know she's possessed. Oh, he knows the whole time, dude. And he still like considers it, dude. He's like, no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny, dude. Oh, then he shoots her up with Valium or something. It's crazy. (laughs) Um. So this yeah, movie, so the keymaster, we should get these guys together. I don't think that's a good idea. So part two, too bad Rick 50, was awesome in this movie. Fifty-three percent for Ghostbusters Part Two. No, I don't think that, I thought it was awesome. I think Ghostbusters Two is a I good sequel. I thought it should have at least seventy-five. I agree. It's a fun sequel. Now Ivan Reitman makes both movies. Okay, makes both movies. Ivan Reitman does, and um, stinking. Oh, so it's eighty-four, not eighty-seven. I'm stupid. I put it in the wrong plot. It's eighty-four for Ghostbusters, and then nine. 89. 89, 89 2. for Ghostbusters 2. Um, now, this movie comes out nominated for two uh, Oscars. Nominated for Best, best Visual really? Effects. Best Visual Effects. Are they good effects, dude? Is it, the is, sky. is it nominated for Best Original Story? No. Best <laughs> Effects, it loses to Temple of Doom. It's I a tough. Argue. No, I, I mean, argue. the heart coming out, dude. The, the, that rope scene is an incredible special effect. The, the bridge, Indy cuts the bridge and the bridge falls in half. That scene looks incredible to this yeah. day. Oh, visually, it's outstanding. Uh, outstanding film. Uh, then you also have, it also is up for best original song. Because listen. Listen, th- did you know Ray Parker was in another band? What are you talking about? We, on, um, yeah, he's on the, sh- on the show. Um, Hired Guns. Hired Guns. What was the band he was in? I don't remember. Because then he writes that song and it's the biggest song in the history of songs. Someone asked him, because a lot of guys hate being one-hit wonders. A lot of guys hate it. They asked him, do you hate being a uh, one-hit wonder? And he goes, 
Let me ask you a question. If you in the lottery, would you hate it? <laughs> For real. He goes, He's getting paid to this day on this song. That song is gigantic. Dude, the music video is great. Dude, it's he he made this song, dude. It fit they played it in the movie like three times, dude. Well, yeah, dude, you sing the hell out of it. How many times have you when anytime anybody says, Who are you gonna call? <laughs> Everybody smartass says Ghostbusters. Dude, it's, it's there, dude. Oh. It's a softball every time anybody says that. It's great, I man. Find out what band he was in. Um, but uh, that song blows up. But this movie comes out and he loses. Best, I, I can't believe he loses best original song. He loses. He's up against. Listen, he's up against Footloose by Kenny Loggins. And they both sneak and lose to Stevie Wonder singing the song, I Just Called to Say I Love You. I just oh. called to say I love you. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Remember in High Fidelity when the guy comes to the record store? He's like, I'm looking for the record. I just called to say I love you. He goes, your daughter won't like that. Or he goes, what do you say? He's like, do you even know your daughter? <laughs> He goes, wait, is she dying? <laughs> dude, nobody listens to that crap. Dude, and the guy's like, oh, I get it. Make fun of the square. Dude, and he's, dude, the guy, Jack Black's so funny. Jack Black's amazing, dude. He's this, uh, if you rip my jacket, I'm going to suck your nose. <laughs> uh, it's a Cosby sweater. <laughs> a Cosby sweater. <laughs> oh, shoot. But um, part one comes out, and it it's huge. So he lost both. Lost both of their awards, other movies. The plot, it, it, in simplest form, the plot is four buddies. No, it's three buddies, really. Winston comes in. Yep. It's three buddies come together to fight ghosts in the city of New York. It's that simple. And I can't believe this formula. He played guitar for Barry White. No Ray Parker did, way. Yeah. Yep. For Barry White. Oh, yeah. This guy will never worry about money ever. ever he get the royalties ever, off ever. this song forever. Who are you gonna call Ghostbusters? It's a yeah, huge song. You, anybody ever says that around you, you're gonna be the asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it to a teacher. I don't give a <laughs> um, but uh so the movies, this movie's so huge. Okay, this movie's so huge. Listen. Dude, it made believing in the supernatural a blast. <laughs> it like made everybody want to do it, dude. It you think ghost hunters or anything would be around if it wasn't for ghostbusters? No! And not only that, it made um it made ghosts. Kind of pop culture. Yes. It took horror elements and brought it into pop culture yeah. in a fun way. Yes. Like possession brings it from the horror movies. Oh my into good dude, I'm telling you, that scene is in in all actuality, it's messed up. It's messed up, but they, it's it's play for laughs. It's, it's dark comedy, dude. It's dude, the ghost. There's the, already two of you in there. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! I want you in me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Only Zool, dude. It's crazy, dude. <laughs> um, but uh, sneaking literally Stranger Things season two preview drops. And the preview shows the kids on Halloween in their um, Ghostbusters overalls. And you're, that immediately you're like, I'm in. Like you're like, hell yeah. It feels right. How about part two? Come on, guys. Suck in the guts with the Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this movie has a phenomenal cast. Like I, I, it, I can't believe how good the cast is. Oh, are you kidding me, dude? Top to bottom, dude. 
even a small roles have great characters. Like, I'm, I'm gonna go Rick Moranis as, uh, as Lewis. More anus. I, <laughs> as a neighbor, he's fantastic. He's, he's this, like, this. So I just turned my TV up really loud so they think we just had TV problems. <laughs> He's this mousy little neighbor, likes her, but he's just, he's nosy, he's not socially like strong, he's very awkward, and he plays it to perfection, dude. But he, he, he's great. He's fantastic, dude. I love how Dana goes, uh, when Peter comes out of the apartment, she's like, are you using that thing right? I mean, I think so. <laughs> but then he comes out, and Rick Moranis is so weird, he takes the thing and like reads Rick Moranis <laughs> because he's in the hallway. He's like, is he a real person? He always lets him out of his, out of his, uh, out of his apartment. I mean, I think so. He gets locked out every time, dude. Who, who brought their dog? Dude, that Somebody brought, what do you say? Somebody brought a mountain, or what do you say? A somebody bear. brought a cougar. Oh, somebody, somebody brought, a cougar. brought a cougar to the party. <laughs> Moranis is fantastic in part one. Too bad he's uh, he's even better in part two. He's a bigger role in part two. He's really funny in part two. And That's he so pops as great as Janine. She's she... great. Quit looking at me, them bug eyes. <laughs> then like right away, hey Janine, sorry about that bug eyes coming. Because <laughs> he felt like shit, dude. <laughs> dude, I don't know a lot of her movies, but you know what? I, I my mom, listen, oh, Annie Potts? Talking about designing women? Designing women. I loved her in that, dude. dude I, I'll tell you what. You know what she was... You, what I wanted to kill her in? What? You know. Harry Crumb? Oh, yeah. She's a dirty dog. Gonna movie. suck the old man dry. What a bitch. <laughs> I never Jeez. want any money. I never want to come into any money because I'll be like, you bitch. I love you. Dude, speaking of money, do you hear that Jim... Um, not Jim Lee. Stan Lee. Stan Lee, his wife's dead, so he's alone. And all these people, it's, the kids are all sad because he's so trusting and funny and nice. All people come into his life and are just sucking his money out of him. Just they're becoming his friend to take the rock of all his cash. And is he old and dying and kind of senile? He just gives money to people because he thinks they're his friends. People oh are robbing him blind. Goodness. So Annie Potts got a hold of him, dude. But she a great supporting kid. All of that. William Atherton, the EPA guy. What a piece I'm telling of, you. He's great he, at being a piece of crap. He is the best I've ever seen at doing that. Because he's better than this than Die Hard. He's Dude, better in this than I, Die Hard. Listen, don't you remember the stinking scene with the housekeeper in Die Hard? I'm, I'm, he's awful, I'm saying, but he feels more like a weasel in this. When he's down there and trying to command that guy to do what he wants. What does he say? He, what does Bill Murray say? Go ahead, and I'll sue your ass for wrongful prosecution. <laughs> dude, it's so awesome, dude. I'll tell you what, though. The reason it's so great is because you need a Bill Murray to deal with a guy like that. Man, dude, I love Egon. Your mother! <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, dude. That was <laughs> part two. It's always the quiet ones. <laughs> dude, he's sleeping with the slime, dude. <laughs> Egon is awesome in these Egon, movies. There's, there's, in part two, there's that great smirk he has when it's the do re Egon. And he's smart. They're like, what the hell? <laughs> that that smirk? was so funny. That smirk is worth all the money. Egon. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll get to two later. Let's keep going. Um, I, I got my favorite scene in part two. Okay, but uh, <laughs> sneak in. So... Great supporting cast. So you get into the main cast, okay? Bill Murray has a lot of roles that are just legendary. You have the Caddyshack role he's known for. Who's what about Bob? Yeah, what? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Bob <laughs> is so okay. Is this true? I heard through the grapevine 
that Richard Dreyfuss in real life hated Bill Murray. I heard something like this too. Which would make it even better. <laughs> it would make it great, man. Richard Dreyfuss, besides, there's two movies, and then I hate him. He's got Jaws. Yes. He's got this, and he got uh, Mr. Holland's Opus. No. What, what's, what's this? He's got, oh, sorry. Opus, no. Jaws. Jaws and Stand By Me. Stand By Me. So, Mr. I don't Opus. even like Opus, dude. I love Mr. Holland's Opus. What? I'd rather watch Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I'm like, you're drying this. <laughs> but you, you, you like Hocus Pocus for two reasons. But, um, I like what? Hocus Pocus for only a few reasons. Yeah, and they're both on Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid, dude. Um, She's actually never looked that hot before. She's smoking in Hocus Pocus, dude. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I don't think Ken took up on a movie that you go in hotness on something. You're like, Richard Ibert, man, or like you'd be like, Pocahontas, man, she's hot. Her hair Listen, kills no, no, me. No. no, you want to talk about the Little Mermaid? Then we can talk, dude. She got her legs on the beach, boy. <laughs> You're so That's stupid. the beginning of my foot fetish. <laughs> the worst I've ever been was watching VeggieTales, and I realized I'm like, Queen Esther's really pretty. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! Take a cold shower, dude. It's, it's like a, it's like what is she a sprout? <laughs> well. I thought it would have started with Jessica Rabbit, dude. Okay, but uh, I, I'm not saying sexual. I'm just saying she's pretty. That's You're all I'm saying. Stupid, Queen, Queen Esther dude. was pretty in VeggieTales, which maybe I went too far there. <laughs> you, went, you went way too far, dude. Uh, First of all, she's a vegetable, bro. <laughs> I'm not talking about... Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, so Bill Murray has a lot of great roles. I mean, even... You know what? I don't like Space Jam, but I like Bill Murray in Space Jam. Oh, defense? I don't do defense. <laughs> That's funny. He's Dude, great. I'll tell you what. That movie was shit. But Bill Murray was funny he in was it. He was great in it. And you know what? I didn't like stinking... Um, well, I didn't love... Listen. Okay, there's a couple reasons why I watched Wild Things, but I didn't like it. Wild Things he is terrible. He's hilarious. amazing in that movie. When he wins the, the court case. He's flipping them off on the bridge. <laughs> no, and he's like in the court. He's like, oh. He's just back in his Well, chair. yeah, because he's about to get paid, son. Dude, that movie, he, the movie's terrible, but he is fantastic. He's so funny, dude. He's great in uh, Charlie's Angels. Hate that movie? Love him. He was so funny in that movie, dude. It's him surrounded by a bunch of hot girls, dude. Dude. I, the movie, action movies, it's, it's so weird. The action's so over the top. It's Mick G as a director. Mick G. Who's Mick G? He's the one that ruined Terminator Salvation. That was him. Or, Terminator Salvation was Mick G. Terrible film. Which one is Salvation? That's the one. The um, Terminator? Bale. You didn't like that? No. Too bad they gave away the whole movie in the trailer. That's every movie nowadays, dude. They gave away the big twist in the trailer. Okay, I do remember falling asleep during that movie. <laughs> but that was pretty badass when he woke up and thought he was, but he ended up being a fucking robot. They get in the way in the trailer, though. Yeah, but that was pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't know it was going to happen, it might have been sweet. Damn, Gina, you're right. Um, <laughs> so, um, Bill Murray. the fuck out of here, McGee. Zombieland. Oh, I mean, this guy walks the in best the cameo of how about Woody Harrelson just like bromancing the hell out of Bill Murray, dude. When they kill him, are you kidding me, dude? That's so funny. His role in Kingpin. Fantastic. Why don't you go finish that outside and then come back in and talk to me? <laughs> he is such a jerk, dude. Those commercials with him and all those and the hairs. 
um, are the worst commercials ever. Because he's like, he just, he's, it's, it's, he's such a creeper, awful person, dude. He's a piece of shit. He's the worst person ever. And it's really funny, dude. Sometimes you got to face the music. That day's not today. <laughs> and he leaves him out there and he gets his hand chopped off, dude. Oh, that's cool. I don't know whose comb-over was worse, dude. Woody's or his, dude. That was so funny. His comb-over was nasty. I forgot they did a movie together. They did. Before Zombieland. They did. Bill Murray is a national treasure. He is. Absolutely. Did you see when the Cubs were in the World Series and Bill Murray was in the stinking locker room? It was room? crazy. Because he's a lifetime We're not even Cubs talking fan. about his dramedy turn he's taken the last 10 years with Wes Anderson. He's had some home runs with Wes Anderson. Are you Rushmore, kidding me? Rushmore, I just run. got done watching Life Aquatic at the, at the home run. Redford Theater. Home run. Tenenbaums. Home okay, run. Let's rewind here, dude. The submarine scene on Aquatic is like... If you don't choke up watching that shit, you don't have no soul, dude. Man, he hit, dude. Um, yeah, Rushmore. Um, how about Darjeeling Limited when he hands the reins off, dude? It's That's funny. amazing. It's it's great. So Bill Murray and dude, he was awesome in stinking um, Tannenbaums. He was the boyfriend. Yep. Now stinking, you made a cuckold of me. Dang, dude. <laughs> he, dude, he. He's like, he's like. Uh, Want a light? Because he knows all our secrets. Goes, Give me a light. And to, she, to, to put her on blast in front of her parents. Puts her on she's blast. She's like, you smoke? Yep. I've been smoking for whatever. And she's like, we shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Now, Murray is Peter Vakeman. Okay, let me tell you something else. What? Howard Stern knowledge here. Dan Aykroyd was on Howard Stern doing an interview. Stern is the biggest Dan Aykroyd fan ever. And um, so he wants to talk about Saturday Live days. He wants to talk about all this stuff, and so Dan Aykroyd wrote Ghostbusters. Yes, him and um, Harold, or him and Ivan wrote it. Do you know who was supposed to play Peter Vigman? I think it was Belushi, wasn't it? Yes, and Dan Aykroyd said he was literally writing a line for Belushi when it came over the wire that he had died, and he said it was before cell phones, before all this, you know, social media and everything. So he literally ran to Belushi's wife's house. So that he could tell her before the newspapers dropped in the morning. And like, Bill Murray, could you imagine that movie with Belushi? I, I can't see it. Because Bill Murray's Murray so owns amazing. it. He yeah, owns he the does. role. Speaking of social media changing the world, um, stinking, the director of the FBI who's got fired, the Andrew McCabe guy, mm -hmm. he said he learned he was fired yeah. on CNN. Yeah. That's your boy, Trump, dude. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so, Bill Mur Vakeman, I didn't realize he's kind of a creeper. Kind of. He, like, with it's a, the 80s, bro. With a college girl, he's a creeper. He's, he's creeping on her huge, dude. Oh, yeah. And he's kind of. You can keep it on five bucks. <laughs> dude, it was brutal. Is that guy's actually showing the experiment works? Yeah. He's actually, like, seeing the right thing. He's, the negative reinforcement is making him psychic prowess, and he just ignores it because he wants to end on the hot girl. He's a terrible scientist. That's messed up. And in part two, you see he actually has no stinking moral compass. He's a complete fraud. Ruthless Psychic is the worst TV show ever. Dude, she's like, um, that girl, she's like. Could have been a could have been a room in the UFO made to look like the Ramada Inn. <laughs> Dude. Like I told my husband, the alien approached me at the bar. <laughs> Next week, hairless pets. Dude, what are they thinking? Dude, that movie's... Dude, it's... 
It's terrible. It's so bad. Bassmasters. Bassmasters. <laughs> it's one of my two favorite shows. What's the other one? Bass. I know Bassmasters. <laughs> oh shoot, dude. Bill Murray. The guy is just a. F- Until next week, and he points at his head. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's so, you see everyone's hat, and you're like, oh, it, it's you, opening Bill Murray two is so sad because everyone's life. Except you guys. He going, man. He man. <laughs> That's brutal, dude. They start doing that, dude. It's brutal. You think they're like on the job, and it's a bunch of punk ass, not those kids. My dad says, what? What do you say? What do you call him? Uh, you're full of crap. Oh, yeah. You're full of crap. Well, everybody has their own opinion. No. He says you're full of crap. And they go, dude, the song. <laughs> and the car's all tore up. Dude, it's brute. And then uh, he's doing World of Second. But Egon is doing real research. Egon's doing fine. And dude. Ray's got that uh, sh- occult bookshop. Ray's a cult. Ray's a cult. Um, but Bill Murray is Vakeman. Creeper McGee. And he loses. He gets Sigourney. Listen, dude. And loser. Maybe that's crap. maybe that's our racist wrong, dude. He got the girl, but he's such an asshole. He loses her, and he then she goes and gets knocked up, and then he's got to come and save the day because he's still in love with her. But he, and he's, he doesn't know what he's got. Like he calls the old ball and chain to his friends, dude. And she goes, every, "How come you didn't marry me? Because every time I brought it up, you'd you'd fall asleep." Dog, what a dick, dude! And he, it, oh, he's so selfish. He's always like, he's like, he's like, listen, I'm a man. I got, I gotta feel wanted. I got, I'm like, you stupid man. The funniest part of part two, though, <laughs> Oscar. He's like, can I put him down? Yeah, go ahead. Here, uh, your belly sticks out too far. And you blah blah blah, and you're a horrible burden on your mother. <laughs> Something like that. That's so funny. The kid's like, what? <laughs> is he ticklish? <laughs> He's ticklish. <laughs> that was so funny, dude. Oscar. You're named after a hot dog. <laughs> you know what? Before I go any further, favorite Ghostbuster, dude. Of the four. It's going to be strange for you. It's Winston. I was wondering. It's Winston, dude. He's the most normal. Because he's not a scientist. He's, he's the a only one that's guy. not a doctor. He's a blue-collar he's, dude. He came to work for a paycheck. And he just... He's I've a, seen some crap turn you I white. Turned some <laughs> shit that would turn you white. And they're like, the hell? <laughs> that's a funny line, I was going to say, my favorite scene of both movies is the train. He's like... Hey, hey. Hello. And then Winston, what does Winston say? He goes, oh. hey, or whatever. And there's no echo. Winston. He goes, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> when they got down there, he goes, man, listen to that. You hear that? He goes, uh, yeah, the, the cockroaches are behind the walls. He goes, forget the cockroaches, the rats. And he, like, they keep going. He goes, okay, man, enough about the rats. <laughs> he's like all freaked out. <laughs> Winston's great. Dude, he's he's a blue-collar, regular dude. You remember, dude, that scene. This is is how badass the 80s were. Not saying that I condone any of this shit. But remember when it's just Winston and Ray cruising in the car. Yes! Do you realize they're smoking and drinking beer driving, coming across? They're not drinking. They're drinking beers and smoking. But they get some serious conversations. I love it! That scene is just two dudes really talking. And they get so and real. And they get so freaked out. They're like, oh, how about some tunes? He goes, yeah. They get so <laughs> real, they got to back off. They got to turn the radio up, bro. 
Dude, as a pastor, I was like, that's the Bible stuff right I'm there, yo. I'm you, man. Dude, it's so fun. They're drinking beers like a mug. And Winston, I love Winston. Is, is even, like, I know everyone says how, and I'm going to get a little bit Jesus-y so I can talk about it. Everyone says how you can't talk about your faith. But with, with your friends, you can talk about real stuff. It doesn't matter. Talk about whatever you want. It, it, with mean, your homies? With your homies. It's allowed. Yes. You know? And if they don't believe, they, he says, like, you believe in God? He goes, uh, what do you say? No evidence for him? He goes, man, I believe in him. And they start talking about yep. it. And it's two guys just talking about what they think about reality. Yeah. And that's really cool. See, that's, I, that scene's amazing. It's, it's just the really, two of them throwing down. Because out of, out of the three core guys, Dan Aykroyd's the more the most blue-collar-ish. Working on the car. Yes, he you know, is. He's under the hood. He, he's, he's like a big kid. Too excited. Does this pole still work? <laughs> Loves Chinese food. He's the one that has the sticking the dream about the Incubus ghost. <laughs> I mean, he's just a regular, like, dude. I think Winston was kind of a breath of fresh air for eat for uh, yes. Ray. Which is why those two are always together, which is why those two are doing the birthday party at the beginning of the second Yes. There's always them two. Um, man, that, that's, you pull that deep on that one, but that, that conversation right. of them talking... And uh, they, they, like, they get so deep, dude. And Winston says, he goes, maybe we're getting so busy because the dead are rising. You know what I'm saying? That it gets, <laughs> it gets dude, real, it gets dude. so real, dude. I love how they're in the mayor's office. And they start screaming biblical stuff, dude. Like, and then, and Real then, Old Testament and stuff. Then, and then Peter goes, cats and dogs living together. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Um, I wish Zach Davis was with us. I do, too. Oh, he'd be having a ball, dude. But... Ackroyd is so your favorite is Winston. I think I was always a I, I liked Vankman the most. I think I like Vankman the most, even though as a person I'm probably the most like Ray. You are totally. Like I, I like Vankman I like because he's like the leader guy, but I think Ray like the part where he's like I got an idea, guys. Come on, come on, come on. He's like, just stay with me, just stay with me. So stupid. Get her. <laughs> I would have those bad ideas. Oh, dude, how funny was it when uh, outside Peter's like, he's like trying to bro out with Egon, and then he pulls out that candy bar. He's like, you earned it. <laughs> and, and Dan, I'm just smiling. It's <laughs> funny, dude. It's funny. Who cares gave me that house? And, and, and what does he say? What percent does he say? 19%. I didn't even bargain with the guy. <laughs> Dude, that's bad. Hey, everybody has two mortgages nowadays. It's <laughs> thinking, dude. That's brutal, dude. Come um, on, the kids love us. He's <laughs> like, I trust you're moving us to better quarters. You're being kicked off campus. <laughs> Come on, the kids love us. <laughs> Ackroyd as race stance is fantastic. Now, Ackroyd, his career. Ackroyd's career is unbelievable. But modern stuff, it's not as huge as as, as uh, Murray's. Ackroyd True. kind of taking well, a back Murray seat. had a, a rebirth, dude. Because Wes Anderson gave him, but he's done a lot of those dramedies like St. Vincent. Um, which did you watch that? I haven't seen it yet. Holy shit. Um, he lost a translation, didn't love the movie, um, I but liked him in it. Okay, uh, yes, I'll give you that. The, the scenes where he's in the commercial, he's like, what are they, like China or times, something? make it Suntory times. And yeah. the guy will say all the Japanese, and, yeah. and it'll be like, Take your time a little more. And he's like, that's that's what he said. Like, it's really funny because there's obviously a lot being said. They only give him yeah. a little bit. And it's, I kind of hated the movie. I kind of didn't like the movie at all. Yeah, that was. A lot of look it, out the window. It, that was too much. A lot of you her know what, you know what? looking out the window and silence. I'm like, I don't want to watch a girl looking out the window. I'll tell you what. You know what was, um, he wasn't in this, but it was the same, in my opinion, the same kind of artsy uh, risk that they took was that um, 
Eternal Sunshine movie. I thought that was badass. I liked it way more. Lost in Translation. Way, yeah, way yeah, more yeah, than yeah. that. And then there's another one. Was it? Is it her? With the phone? Walking, you want to talk about the most uncomfortable thing you've ever seen in your life? Well, dude, that's that, that director loves doing that kind of stuff. Is he the one that did Lars and the Real Girl? I don't know. He's the guy that did um, Being John Malkovich, which is the most awkward film ever. With John Cusack? Yes, and Charlie Theron looks like a psycho. At least she didn't look like she did in Monster, dude. That's Charlie Theron. You just said Charlie Theron. I meant Charlie's Angels. Charlie Theron, no. Cameron Diaz. Stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she looked crazy in that Ooh, movie, man. Big old... She's just, just... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Malkovich. Yeah, that movie's whack. So Aykroyd's had some great roles, but lately, not... Listen, a lot of side The work. motherfucker was the original Blues Brothers, bro. You Listen, can't touch that shit. I, but that guy looks completely different than... The, I, I've never seen him ever... I thought it was a different person. Like, he never looked like that ever again. Ever again, he looked like that. That's that skinny, that tall. He looked crazy. How about Neighbors, dude? Or not Neighbors. Um, what's the one? Uh, yeah, Neighbors. Him and Belushi. Neighbors? Isn't they called Neighbors? What movie is this? What's the one when um, Belushi moves in next to Dan Aykroyd? In the, um, the girl. What's the girl's name? The bad guy from Casper? The blonde? I remember. She's married to Dan Aykroyd, and, and they moved next door to Belushi and his straight-laced family. I haven't seen that movie in 20 I years. Either. I have at least 20. I, I, remember, I remember him being a it's dog. It's coming back to me. Oh, that movie's man, coming that movie's back to me. crazy. i got to see that he again. He crazy in that movie, dude. And it ends up being badass, dude. So Aykroyd, a lot of good movies he's been in. I like him as an actor, but man, I, I What's I your favorite him. Dan Aykroyd movie? Wow. Favorite Dan Aykroyd movie? I mean, I'm sure he's got a shitload. I'm thinking. He's played a lot. I mean, he's been in a lot of... Uh, you know what? I loved him in Sneakers. Oh, man, was that a bad Was his name movie. Sister or something like that? A weird name. Sister. Like, I think it was Sister. I loved him in that. Uh, how about Trading Places? He looked skinny. He was that. Uh, he was thin in Trading Places. Great outdoors, dude. For you, nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble for you all day long. One of my favorites. Oh, and Spies Like Us, dude. Dragnet. You know, oh, my goodness. He was Joe Friday in Dragnet, Joe, dude. I can't believe what that, that TV show became that goofy movie. Uh, the Dad and My Girl. He was incredible. He's really good in How My Girl. How about Coneheads? He killed it. Girls Point Blank, dude. You know what? Movie I like the most is probably going to be Girls Point Blank. Favorite role he ever had. Favorite role is probably going to be Blues Brothers. Listen, he did have... He was, he's been in a lot of stuff recently, too. He was in... Um, first, okay, this is a long time ago, but Twilight Zone movie, he was awesome. He was great in Twilight Zone um, movie. That movie, Loser, Jason Schwartzman. I never he saw it. the dad. He was also the dad. He was Britney Spears' dad in Crossroads. And he was in... Um, he was the police, fire chief in... And I'll pronounce it Chuck and Larry. He was awesome. I heard, You said that movie's funny. You said It's that, that, really that, funny, dude. He does a lot of bit roles like that. He's, he's, like, like a little, he's got small roles. He's not carried a movie in, in decades, dude. Oh, man. Exit to Eden. That was crazy, dude. I don't know how that movie got made. Celtic Pride was funny as shit. But... Uh, he Ac does, he's got a lot of small roles. Yeah, Ackwood was great. Harold Ramis... In not a lot of movies, he was more of a director. Yeah. Ramis directed Lampoon's Vacation, directed Caddyshack, directed Club Paradise, Groundhog Day. Oh, man. Directed Multiplicity, directed Analyze This, directed Be Dazzled. 
Too bad Bedazzled is badass, dude. Bedazzled, I don't love it, but there's one scene I'll, I I love it. I think it's the funniest thing ever. When he's gay? No. That was funny as shit. The scene where... When he's Spanish when he's, is funny. Spanish is funny also. When he rips off his mustache? Mm. The scene... When he's super sensitive? No. Oh, my god. The goodness. scene I love the most in that movie is when he's the basketball player to the interview. Oh, I give it 110%. <laughs> <laughs> that was so... He's like, there's no IG. He's like, what's... What? Remember, he's just doing all the sports cliches Remember, one after another. It's he's, so. He's trying to figure out the code to go back in his 666. And he's like, 999. Nine, nine. <laughs> and he goes, oh, and he turns it upside down. Duh. Because <laughs> he's so. Dude, that interview, he's sweating so much. He is like this huge basketball player. But steroid McGee. And then he's got to change. She's just standing there. She's the reporter. She's in the locker room. And then he goes, and then he opens his talent. She goes, oh, my goodness. And then he's looking at it. He's like, oh, you're so bad. And she goes, uh, yeah, I got to go. Uh, I got to, uh, uh, oh, was it a good interview? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just got to write a real small, small story, you know. And <laughs> she's like, I'm actually going to do a huge piece on the NFL. Because <laughs> it's like tiny wing. <laughs> But that interview where he's like, I gave it 100 yeah, give it 110%, you know. <laughs> Every athlete says in an interview, what are you going to say? We, we tried really hard, give it our best. Uh, you know, it's not just me, it's a team effort. Like, all those dumb things, dude. It was so, so funny. funny, dude. Harold Ramos, I really liked his direction. I mean, didn't do a lot. And I said that he's gone now. Um, the best part about the new Ghostbusters was they gave each Ghostbuster a scene. But since Harold Ramis is dead, they made Harold Ramis a statue at the college she worked at, which was badass. That's kind. That was really cool. Now, uh, those are the three main. He did Orange County with Jack Black. Yes, and he Hanks did. And Hanks' son, and he was the, the professor, dude. Yes, he was. So, <laughs> that, that movie's really funny. And Harold Ramis is funny. He's like, really Egon funny. Egon is funny. Stripes, dude. He was so funny in Stripes, dude. Harold Ramis has great comedic chops. He plays the straight guy so well. It's so funny. Well, it's, it's almost, it's the same syndrome as Silent Bob. He never talks, but when he does, it's amazing. Harold Ramis, when he's funny, oh my good dude, the, the your mother line that is the is funniest so shit funny. I've ever seen. I've man. said that line just your like it. mother. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> seen him so mad, it's so funny. Oh my goodness, um, dude. Then you have Sigourney Weaver. Remember when she kisses him? He's like, he can't even handle it. He's like smiling, dude. No. See what happens when we take the puppy away. <laughs> what a dick, dude. I'm going to stop right here. We do a thing every once in a while called the greatness test. <gasps> Who are we doing it on? The question, no, we don't do a lot of actresses. <gasps> oh, I like this, dude. So the question is. Yes! Has Sigourney Weaver, can she pass the greatness test? So here's the thing. Yes! The greatness test is as follows. If you follow our package, you know how we do things. The greatness test asks a question, is an actor or actress great? Now, the way we, we figure this out is this way. We see, are they in three films that are going to last the test of time? I'm going to tell you something right movies, now. She does not have to be the main part of the movie. No. Three movies that will be around. Like Our kids, kids, kids will watch them and dig them. Is Sigourney Weaver a great actress, and I think she's got it. Na- I think she got slam dunked. We're gonna so, fight over these three. First one, Ghostbusters this movie. She is great in it. She's a great actress in this, and she has actress. She's, she's got to do a lot of things. She's got to be possessed. Yes. She's got to be afraid. Dude, that scene in her kitchen when the eggs are popping, 
That's freaky crap, dude. That's insane, dude. And the way she plays it is like, what? It's, it's first, it's curious. She don't understand. Right. That, that confusion is a real thing. Like, what's happening? Am I really seeing this? Is this bad? It's, dude, and that scene where those hands come out of her chair, that's scary crap. That's insane, dude. <clears throat> dude, how funny it was. It's like, and there was a, there was a bright light and there was somebody in the fridge and I heard a voice say Zul and he comes over and he opens the fridge and he goes oh my god and she's like what's going on and he's like look at all the junk food that's <laughs> so funny it wasn't here not that it was here um, so are you using that thing right I think so Ghostbusters ah. is a movie that's gonna last and she's in it and she's fantastic as Dana Barrett she is fantastic Man, I know what the second one is. What do you got? Aliens, dude. Dude, are you, are you shitting me? Ellen Ripley <laughs> oh. is a... That's the baddest woman alive, dude. Listen. <sighs> Name me a tougher chick. Maybe only one. The Bride from Tarantino. Kill oh, Bill. shit, man. You got me. Like, I love... And the thing is about a strong female lead, what's great about Ripley is her development as a character. In part one, she's not a killer. No, in part she's not. one, she's a regular girl. She's not regular even the woman. captain. Captain's played by that other guy, but he gets killed. He goes out, she goes out brutal. But you see, when she goes back out in two, her love for Newt gives her a strength I that know. makes her a power. Like she, I mean, she just and she like is a survivor. She, dude, I, I'm gonna tell you what, Alien is good. Aliens is great. I can't believe how they just fumbled the ball to part Dude, three. Come on. You man. don't kill Newt off screen. You don't kill Hudson off screen. You don't knock out Bishop off screen. You take what they gave you and you go and you do something awesome. They. Weak sauce, dude, part three was. Yes. Man, the Alien franchise took a crap after those <laughs> it movies. Took a big old stank ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's Coke Slurpee style, dude. Too bad I've got you ain't lying, dude. I've got a, I've got a three way tie for the third great movie. Like Ellen Ripley, dude. Honestly, like in film, as a boy, I'm naturally drawn to strong male leads. But Ellen Ripley and Sigourney Weaver. Damn, I didn't know that about you, dude. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver helped. Open my mind to the possibility to to the reality that women can be strong action leads as well, and I'm glad she did that. Uh, she she was a trailblazer among like absolutely what dude. Joss Whedon does later with like Buffy. That's all Sigourney blazing the trail. Dude. Oh yeah. So, so so as 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 Ellen Ripley watching her go from mild mannered employee to stinking literally. Showing space marines how to get their game yes. on. She's Why'd you put her in charge? Dude, when she goes, to, like, Gorman knocks him off the seat and park and starts driving the tank in, you lost contact. Do something. And he's just sitting there like, I don't know what to do. He, and she drives in to get him. She's so bad to the bone. She drives through that wall, that scene, that music. That When they're in, dude, when she saves them, that's so awesome, dude. She, oh, my goodness. The music, you bitch, dude. It's that lo, dude, that whole movie, dude. Builds to that crescendo. She's bad to the bone. It's badass, dude. What do you got for three? I got a three-way tie okay. for third. For third, you know what? There's a few of them that might yeah. be up there. I'm gonna say there are two movies 
that she has a small role in, but just adds the cherry on top yes. to make the movie over the top. That's all three. I'm going to say Cabin in the Woods. First of all, that was my third of the three. Because her role comes, she yeah, walks and dude, out. And her lines are amazing. And people don't like that ending. I love that ending with the like the the appeasing the the, the pagan god. That was crazy stuff. That movie. That shit took a turn, dude. That movie when they when they come down the elevator and they see all the different monster tropes Insane, in the cubes. Dude. That was what awesome. an, what an amazing ending that movie had. And that movie makes it, it makes funny because it like deconstructs all the Cabin in the Woods movies. All the times like people do dumb things because they're being gay. It's it's a it's a it's a horror flick and it's gory, but it's a smart horror flick. Dude, it was uh it was a sleeper. I thought it, it was gonna be whack. It was doesn't it have Thor? Yes. That's crazy. Goes like a, goes out like a chump. Oh was go out like a chump stain, dude. No. I'll also say, next to that, I'd say Wally, the animated Pixar I'm film. I'm gonna say something that's gonna blow your mind then. Because Wally, she plays a computer, and her voice is per- it's silky soft. She she makes that movie gives it a, a little I've bit never of. Never seen it. It's so, she's so great in it. She she helps literally, especially in animated movie. Will stand the test of time, dude. Wally was at the time. It's it's my favorite Pixar film of all of them. Well, it was until Coco. Yeah, of course. Okay. What do you got for a movie? The Village, dude. Dang it. Come on, bro. She was so good in The Village. Almost as good as she was in Galaxy Quest, dude. Ah! Uh, that's the one. That's the one. Galaxy the Quest one. is the one. Every other one's an honorable mention, dude. Galaxy Quest Sheesh. is the third great movie, dude. And people don't know that Galaxy Quest is people a are great stupid. film. What a cast. Oh, my God. What a cast. Sticking Sam Ruckel just won an Academy Award for Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor. Uh, three billboards. Three billboards. I gotta see. And it. he was—he played the little small character. Uh, the thing is coming <laughs> close to the thing. <laughs> Dude, what the hell? Dude, Galaxy. Do Quest. I? Do I? <laughs> it's like you have a last name. He's like, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> that movie is an and Sigourney insane. Weaver is so funny. I've never seen her so pretty. Like she's legit pretty in that. She's really a, a, like you know, beautiful. You know, movie I love her in also. I like her in Dave a lot. <gasps> Dave is in and she knows right away to him doing the shower scene. <laughs> He's like looking around, dude. Like, dude, uh, Dave is. And then at the end when they they they, they uh, leave together, she's got that baseball hat on. She, she looks so pretty, dude. Dude, well, he's like, one time I caught, I a, caught fish a fish this big, big dude. <laughs> that one, dude. Sigourney's badass, bro. She's a good actress. Too bad. I'm sorry, Dennis Quaid. You're the only motherfucker that didn't make the greatness. <laughs> no, Sigourney's awesome. She's badass. If she's in a movie, I'm pumped about it. I'm telling you, she does make. She, she makes movies better. She she makes the village. Have dude. you ever seen Be Kind Rewind? I never finished it. With most Stephen Jack Black. She's yes. in that too. Yep. She is a great actress, dude. A badass, man. The Alien One and Two are just mind blowing. Oh. James Cameron is like before Joss Whedon, Cameron loved that strong female lead. Whoa. Like movies like Terminator with Sarah. Oh Connor. man. Part two. She's a she's insane, dude. Dude. Here's a funny joke for you. Here's a funny thing I saw on Twitter this week. Is it called Ethiopian? <laughs> <laughs> that was a, what a closer, dude. <laughs> we saw a stand-up comedian at the, at the Rayma today, and she was the last in to go on, and she was like, man, a lot of good talent. You're going on a low. 
and she had a, she was trying to get her her, her set she's going. Trying to get her groove, but she, first of all, it was too short of a time for her to find her groove. Yep. And she had a decent joke. Decent, she had a real stinker of a joke, but her final joke Man. landed strong. I'm telling, you, I'm telling I, you, I came from around the corner. I was like, "What the hell? That was amazing!" Like that, that we was, came in, we were like standing. Oh, like dude, you, way to close the show, dude. <laughs> Won it. Um, but listen, there's a uh, there's a girl in Germany or like Poland. And she's got a Twitter account, got like, you know, 100 followers. And she always tweets about, like, um, worker-employee relations. A lot of union tweets. She's a kind of a union rep person out there. And she's advocating for workers um, and keeping their jobs. So she tweeted out um, a store, news story. She goes, she's like, just so you know, you can't replace good human workers. She's like, this just in. There was a, a robot killed a man. on Uber a- driver. No, no, this is in Germany. She's like, oh, she's okay. like, a robot, a German robot killed a man in a factory here in Germany. She tweeted it out. Her name is Sarah Connor. And all these people on Twitter came out. And it's, you follow her, her feed. And she goes, guys, I don't know what Skynet is. Because everyone's jumping on like, Sarah's going to save us. Amazing, dude. And so she goes from like 100 followers to 100,000 overnight. She goes, guys, I appreciate you following me, but I'm not a good Twitter person. I'm not very interesting. But everyone thinks like everyone's calling her the savior of the oh, human race. Oh, my goodness. That is girl. so. She has no idea why. She's like, she... I've never seen these movies. Like She doesn't know any of this stuff, dude. Oh. But from dude, that's I, the internet can be funny that way. Just pile yes. crap on. Like dude, another Twitter thing that was funny. Uh, Anything that Wendy's does. U of M. Um, Jordan Poole hits the winning game winning three I two games it. again. Yeah. And it, that's a weird like that three. He's he kicked his legs out. That was insane. It looked dude. like a weird throw. Yeah. Just, like, that Look at Philip Seymour Hoffman's <laughs> two to three, dude. <laughs> Let it rain. White chocolate. <laughs> but. A lot of people got on Twitter and were congratulating Jordan Peele from Key and Peele. And because he's, a, I guess, he's a black famous person. So Jordan Peele getting all these shout outs, all these like likes. And he comes on, he's like, thanks everybody. Betrayed my whole life for that moment. And just, uh-huh. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's dude. amazing. Jordan Peele just grabbed it and ran with it. That's pretty funny, dude. Poor Jordan Peele, though. I was like, oh, that was me, guys. Um, so, Sigourney Weaver, you're great, and we love you. Oh, you're, you're amazing. You're amazing. So You're amazing. <laughs> what are some of your favorite scenes in these movies? You say, go to the train scene. The Winston. That, okay. How about when the t- t- Titanic shows up and Cheech Moran? Cheech Moran! What a cameo! He's like, well, better late than never. <laughs> and then he does that face. Oh. As a kid, I don't know why. First of all, these movies are not for kids. and we watch them No. For, I thought they were for kids. Tricks are for kids, biatch. Dude, the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. That's the funniest. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Come on, Ray, he's a sailor in New York. We'll just get him laid. (laughs) It's really funny because he does look so gentle. The funniest part is they're like, okay, clear your heads. And then he's just like, Oh, we didn't think of nothing. Did you think of something? Did you think of something? And Ray's just like, Ray, what'd you do, Ray? <laughs> what did you do, Ray? Dude. Somebody calls you a guest. If you're a god, you say yes. Dude, what's crazy is it's so, it's almost like, what do you call that? It's um, not ironic. Like seeing a gentle thing be evil, it, like, it, it, it feels weird. 
It's like isn't that what the definition of ironic is? Yeah, yeah. That makes the scene sing so well. Is Mr. Stay Puft the thing that should be scary is terrorized? It's really funny. Like it's yeah. a really like stepping on things and he's smiling and just walking. He's just a big fluffy, almost like a Michigan <laughs> man. Like it's really funny. That's good writing. That's great execution. That's great writing. As a kid, I love that, dude. How about when the elevator's broken, they had to walk the stairs all the way up, dude? Oh, my goodness, That's dude. That's funny. Oh, let's see. Okay, listen. Oh, uh, okay, I got one. How about when they were sticking, they do the test run on the, the maid's cart, and they burn all that toilet. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'll say this. Ghostbusters, again, these movies have, some movies have one idea the whole movie's wrapped around. This movie has a lot of good ideas. Yeah. This movie has a lot, like, first of all, uniforms are, have become iconic. Stranger Things, Stranger Things, season two. Yep. The jumpsuits are straight up iconic. Those proton packs. What an awesome thing. Are you thing. kidding me, dude? When what? I was a kid, I had a cardboard proton pack that we mom made. made me. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't have a jumpsuit. Dude, how about that? You were a Ghostbuster, and I was thinking uh, the Joker. That was awesome. Dude, what a badass. Dude, mom made some badass you know what? costumes. As a kid, we never bought costumes. You made your costume. Mom made them all. Like, she sewed and got Dude, thrift store clothes. And the digital costume she made was, it looked what, you great. you the year that I was a f***ing Care Bear? <laughs> I was Sunshine Care Bear and you're a Ninja Turtle, dude. What the f***? <laughs> I got, I'm going to post that shit on our Red Rock video. Did you see what I posted? What? The Mr. Deeds scene. When? On Red Rock video the other day. No, I didn't see what you posted. Oh, man. Oh. I mean, No. <laughs> But uh, sneaking um, that turtle costume she made, the cardboard ripped my chin I to bet. pieces. Yeah, but it, that you still you still cool. were pumped as hell for the Dude, pictures. Nowadays, you, you, all you do is buy a costume for a hundred bucks, and your kids wears it for a night. Making a mom. Mom did so much with so little back in the day. I know, dude. But yeah, I remember a proton pack out of cardboard. It was so iconic. The idea of having someone in your back that could shoot ghosts was so awesome. Remember when Ray had those those. Uh, were they night vision goggles? He has those goggles. Yes. And he used to put them on the top of his head. Mm-hmm. I used to put my glasses on the top of my head and pretend I was Ray all the time. I'm like, I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, to love the proton packs, love their costumes. Love the trap. Lo- the trap is so awesome. I love the unit that they store the ghosts in. Light goes green, trap is clean. Dude, it's... Tell them about the, tell them about the school bus. <laughs> um, tell them about the Twinkie. Tell them about the Twinkie. Stinking. And I don't know how it happens. Slimer has a small role in part one, but kids end up loving him, and they make him a character in the cartoon. He's the biggest character. He's their. He's like their dog. He's their pet. It's cr- and, and Slimer. They use him in all the promotional materials yes. in Ghostbusters two. It says starring Slimer, the, the real Ghostbusters, and and me and me. Yes, and it's Slimer. How about that episode when he was working, doing dishes at the restaurant, and he just giving the plates? Peter, Peter was just giving the plates to Slimer. Slimer was licking all that, and that's how they were cleaning them. <laughs> I love in the cartoon how they could go into the into the containment unit. It was its own universe in the containment unit. That was so awesome in those cartoons. They went, he used to go in there. Yes, and it was this crazy ghost rule inside that there. That was amazing, dude. Because didn't Slimer get in there, put in there by mistake one time? They didn't yes, him? yes. Dude, the funniest episode. It was so dumb and it's so visual. You're going to be like, you're a fucking idiot. But Peter was on a ledge and Egon was up on the top. And they had to get this almost like a jello looking mold thing. 
And they had this seal and they had to stick it, imprint it in this thing for this dimension to close or something. And so Peter's down there and he and, and Egon's trying to drop him that thing so he could put the seal into it. And so Peter's like, I'll, I'll throw it down here. I'll catch it. I'll catch it. So then Egon drops it down and Peter misses it and it splats on his face. It's like, Pfft. so then Peter licks it. Like he just like licks it. He's like, Bleh. and then Egon goes, quick, quick, Peter, or, uh, quick, Peter, the seal impression. And then Peter starts going, ur, ur, ur. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> You're so, it was the funniest shit I ever said. I'm like, this is so retarded. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 comes out. Do, I don't even see it on the theater, do we? There, I don't think we did, but no. there was a couple of scary uh, parts in that movie, too. The train was scary. The train the heads, the heads the was scary. The were fucking insane. Dude, the best is the, the train goes through Winston, right? And his hair is all thrown out, dude. He's like, ah! They're like, oh, my God. Was that the so-and-so train? Did you catch the number? He's like, no. I missed it. <laughs> he's just he's like, oh, uh. <laughs> Man, when they go down there, dude, that's rowdy. <laughs> How about when they all, like three musketeers, dude, all for one, one for all. You go, we go, dude. They jump in after which jump in after it, and then they all three of them like go down this river of slime that leads to the museum. Yes, and um, the slime makes you mean, and they all start trying to fight each other, dude. It's that it's crazy, and they have to strip down because they're covered in slime. There's so many layers to all these movies. You know dude. what? I love the scene in the movie where they get their stuff back. When Lewis is their lawyer. Oh my the goodness. Court scene that is one of my favorite that scenes. That judge is the meanest SOB. He's, the Scaleri brothers. He, oh my goodness. The Scaleri brothers. Why don't you tell them you don't believe in ghosts? <laughs> they're, they're scary looking, dude. And have you burned at the stakes? And then they come up, dude. That's crazy. Dude, Lewis is oh, the worst. Oh, the Scaleri brothers. Dude. He's the worst lawyer. He's, He's the like, worst. Come on, we're both lawyers. <laughs> and Fake was how to say. Oh my! I mean, it's a one-shot deal. It'll never happen again. <laughs> what? <laughs> Any more questions? No, I think we've helped him out enough. <laughs> um, and there's another dickhead in this one. Remember that guy? The, the, the mayor's one, guy. He's the one that puts them in the psych ward, dude. But uh, in the the court scene, that's amazing. They dude. get their packs back, dude. They go to town against those things. Well, they were sued. And then they were forbidden from practicing ghost busting. And the, the so judge lifts the injunction. All the exhibits are on the table, including the proton packs and the stinking traps and all that shit. And they're getting ready to go to prison. Or no, they're getting ready to go to the psych ward for 18 months. They're, they're, he's laying down the law on these guys for the slime. And the What's crazy about that, that great scene is it's, it's not a, a copy, but it has the same feel as the ballroom scene from part one, where they really become the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, yeah. When they're fighting Slimer. And the flowers are still standing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they wrecked that stinking hall. I didn't know it would be that expensive. I, I refused to pay it. Oh, well, let's put it right back in there, dude. <laughs> scary. That is, that's the, that's like the, um, the kickstart for part two. That's when and you know, part two has a like part one, they only bust really one ghost. They bust Slimer, then they go and fight Zool. That's like that's all you got. Yeah. Um, but in part two, there's a whole like. Remember the jogger? They got a great. What do you call that? It's a um, 
Montage. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's a good montage. You know the, uh, the ghosts are all at the jewelry shop, and they use that laser thing. Dude, that was dope. The jogger one is funny. They the jogger it. was. He's like. He's like. He's like. Looking at his watch and checking his pulse, running. They there. get him, That's dude. They so get him. Funny. Um, the commercials in like, one and two. They're closed till after New Year. Well, don't go in that room. <laughs> the commercials in both movies are fantastic. Oh, is that all? No, you forgot the the free coffee mug and balloons for the kids. <laughs> Part one. We're ready to believe you, dude. But back to the court scene. This, the reason it's so badass is because they're wearing suits. They were in court. They don't have their jumpsuits. It kind of awesome. It, and it, it, it sucks that Winston's not in court. He's there, but he's not in that scene. Um, because they're getting sentenced. Yes. And uh, it, it's all because they were making that hole to find this where the baby store stopped. Yep. So they're getting sued by everybody, and um, the slime is exhibit whatever. And when you are super pissed off, the slime's reacting. Yes. The judge was such a bastard, the slime was getting pissed. That courtroom is where he sentenced two murderers to the chair back in the day. So that slime manifested to those two stinking guys, and they were in electric chairs. And they look crazy as shit. They look great. It's great, dude. The Scaleri brothers were dope, dude. How about that eerie-ass scene? When the chairs start popping up. I loved it. That's crazy. Because I mean, it's, it's, it's a pop. <laughs> the best is raised like, oh, whoa. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. But yeah, those chairs, that was badass. It's like eerie. It creepy. is. Creepy. has that. It's, 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 it's not a hard comedy. It's, it's a comedy. But there are a few times there's elements that are dark. Like my kids might want to 13 years old. That's like PG 13 style. There's legit. a couple movies that we love that the kids aren't ready for yet. No way. And they're, they will be older than we were. Like the library scene will freak them. That's all Bill freak them the crap Are out. Are you kidding me, dude? They will never go back to sleep, dude. You, they, they can't see nothing possession wise. Oh, shoot. Man. Um, I love how he's like, talk to my lawyer. And it's me. <laughs> <laughs> They're under that mistake dude order. <laughs> that blue thing she gave him. <laughs> he's, dude, Lewis is so funny, dude. And you don't want us exposing ourselves. <laughs> okay, I'm going send the order. Case is missed. <laughs> That's badass, bro. They put on those sticky pegs and they're like, oh, it's so heavy. <laughs> they actually don't look better this one than they did the first one. The first one, they look a little chintzy. This one, they look metal yeah. and they have weight to them. Oh, yeah. They look real nice. They got a half-life of 5,000 years. <laughs> now, talk about the cartoon in the movies. Now, the thing about Ghostbusters is this. Ghostbusters 3 was rumored for 20 years. There was know, man. scripts How for it. How the hell are you going to make Beverly Hills Cop 3 and not do a Ghostbusters 3? They couldn't get the actors on board. Actors, a lot of times, unlike Ray Parker Jr., they're afraid of being... Oh, wait. They don't want to be typecast. Yes. Before we do, Bobby Brown did Ghostbusters 2 songs, and he's in the movie. Bobby Brown's song is so whack. He, there's a line in the song that says, You call the Ghostbusters, and that's who you call. <laughs> Well, no f***ing shit. You just said you called them, you asshole. <laughs> it's not as cool as Ray Parker. No, did. they tried to. They swing for it, and it's not as cool. He even had a damn cameo in the movie. Yes, he did. Yo, the Ghostbusters, my brother loves you guys. Could he get one of the proton packs? Shut up. Go beat up on Whitney and do more stinking heroin. Oh, holy. Isn't she dead? Yes, she is, but he's not. Still, dude. Talking about him, not her. Okay. Um, he called the Ghostbusters. That's who you call. 
the hell, dude? So, so let's see. We go. Um, so for years they try to get the casting of that, and it just won't happen. Finally, Harold Ramis dies, and when he dies, they scrap That's the idea. That's sad, man. They like we can't. It's never gonna happen. We're not gonna ever do this about Harold Ramis. He's the third Ghostbuster, right? So instead of making a movie, it, it, the thing is, a lot, even even having the guys handed off to someone, even that, they just had to reboot the whole thing mm-hmm. just two years ago, uh, back in '99 or 2016. 2016's 20 years 2016, ago. 2016, they just had to, re, to reboot the whole thing. Give it to a director who who does really good with crude comedies. Instead of go with all female cast. Who did the remake? Uh, that guy who likes he did um, Bridesmaids. Okay. He's a director, and people are upset. That's all women. A lot. Of, there's a lot of like chauvinist talk about it. But listen, for, get away from the chauvinist talk. Get away from all that. Um, the movie. It's a hard movie to remake. Like, movies like this are hard because there's such a love for the source material. If you honor it too much, you feel like you're just remaking it. And if you go too far away from it, one's mad it doesn't have the original feel to it. Listen, there's trolls no matter what you do. I think the movie was fine. I thought it was really good. But here's the thing. It doesn't have anything close in my heart to the originals. It doesn't add. It's not... I don't love the film at all. I don't... When I watched one and two, I didn't want to watch this one again. I didn't care enough to watch it again. I liked it so much, I watched it twice in the theater because I wanted mom to, I took mom to watch it. Well, that's awesome. Um, it didn't do well financially. You know what they wanted to do? And this is what a lot of studios are doing nowadays. A lot of studios want to build universes, and they, they basically say to everybody, we're starting a universe. Like, Dark Universe supposed to come out of Universal for the monsters, Tom Cruise for the mummy. Like they even said, we're still, we have all these movies planned. We're going to start a universe. It's going to be awesome. So they launched this movie. Nothing. The movie bombs. The, the, oh, the, the mummy? The universe dies before it's even started. Okay. They, they, they can't it, say. They stick in um, Furnace. The furnace <laughs> fucks me up every week. Um, then you had Amazing Spider-Man 2. They, they set up a whole universe. All these new villains, all these secret threads. Amazing Spider-Man 3 is never made. Never made. They never... Um, what else they do? Transformers 5. Try to set up the universe in that. All these new characters. And it, the, it's dead on arrival. These, these universes, they want to they jumpstart. DC tries to make a u- movie universe. And instead of doing... Because everyone, you know, everyone wants to do... Everyone wants to be Marvel. DC. But Marvel, what they did... They had Iron Man, which was a killing movie. It was a killer. But, but Incredible Hulk, Thor, and Cap were all smaller movies. They didn't make huge money. They made like 30, 40 million in the box office, which is a fine movie, but it's not a blockbuster killer. But you meet these characters and they have them all come in the Avengers. And you know every character. You, you have investment for the other movies and the Avengers makes a billion dollars. And you know what everyone wants? They want the billion dollars. Mm-hmm. But Justice League comes out. You have forced that. Justice League comes out and you've never even, met any even, of the characters. Well, it, the thing is too, same thing with Suicide Squad, dude. They tried. They were trying to pimp Jared Leto and uh, Margot Robbie so hard. I mean, it, okay. It, as far as flops, it wasn't a flop. It was. It was a decent movie. But you're never gonna do an Avengers. 
you're not gonna make what Marvel's got. You can't touch it. Like, like, look, dude. Ga- uh, what's the galaxy? Guardians of the Galaxy. Those two movies are amazing. Now you're crossing them with the Avengers, and they're coming into the same world. That is a list across the board in one movie. Seeing all I mean, dude, Black Panther is coming off one of the biggest movies of all time, and he's just another person in this movie. It's crazy. This is going to be the biggest movie of all time. The sales, pre-sales of Avengers is already bigger than Black Panther. Yeah. Which was the biggest movie before this of all time. Like, dude, who's going to be gigantic? Listen to this. I'm so ticked off. I am in India when this movie drops. What are you more upset about? The movie dropping while you're gone? Are you eating that damn food over there, dude? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm going to come home with a sneak of social media blackout because I don't want no one to ruin the ending of this movie for me. You know, good luck. <sighs> Dang it. I'm no Facebook, no Twitter. Good luck. I'm staying away from all of it, dude. When does it come out? 29th? 27th of a- April. No. Yes, it does. It's supposed to be May fourth. They moved up a week. Venom's coming out in May. Okay. What else is coming out in May? Some but I'm month. saying all these films. Like Ghostbusters decided. If you watch Ghostbusters, is the new one. It at the opening, there's this like Ghost Central or Go at Ghost yeah. Town. It's, it's, it's like a new studio just for Ghostbuster movies. They put money into creating a universe. This movie bombs. I don't. I'll just say I don't see it doing a second one. They they're done because they, they 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 brought in all these big stars, and they don't have they. I don't know what. I, I just don't know. The opening scene, first of all, it's I crazy. loved. It was crazy. Opening scene that Ghostbusters feel. It's kind of scary, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of dark. It, with, oh. with a, with, it almost had a little bit of a Casper thing going. It was like it was freaky, but it had that fall hometown feel. Yep. I thought it was awesome. Opening scene the was opening incredible. Scene was amazing. Really good. Um, but it didn't. Given the, the guys' a couple cameos, funny lines, it was. Can't go there and, I mean, expecting Ghostbusters 1. Even though all the girls they got were big time funny. And the thing is, all the 80s crew, you know what they want? They want you to build up, they want the nostalgia. They want you to build up, you should have, they should have just had the guys hand it over. Mm-hmm. They should have had the guy. it would have been hard See, to the, do. See, the rumor was Dan Aykroyd was supposed to train up a new crew. Which would have been... It would have been fucking insane, dude. That's all you need. Just, and you could have made it dark. You could have had some badass parts. And he could have, you could have just been a look. He, he, he made it to where he's just getting too old. And he's to hand this thing over. And you could have had a couple guys and a couple girls. Mix it up. And you could put them in the firehouse. Have him doing like, like interns, dude. Would have been so badass. He could have had like his four-star intern peoples to take it over. Man, why don't we write movies? You could have had you could have had a Ghostbusters training school. I mean, just something awesome. Oh my goodness, that sounds amazing. Dude. It could have been great, and or maybe no one like like, like it could have been. Oh. Maybe time has passed twenty years. Everyone thinks everything that happened was fake, mm-hmm. and they're kind of off on their own. But they're training up their kids, or maybe like maybe rape, whatever Egon's kids are training up this whole new world. And it's, instead of doing all women, maybe you could do like guys and girls, multicultural. Just mm-hmm. do, the humor they did, a lot of cheap jokes in the new one. Like no big payoff jokes. There's some good payoff jokes in the first two movies. Like, like even when Melissa McCartney gets possessed, it's like not, not it's, that funny. And it's not very long. It's like a, a, it's, it's, like, it's a one mini scene, gag. Yeah, it's yeah. one scene gag and it's over. 
And there's a couple stupid, nasty jokes. And you're just like, ugh. The bad guy isn't threatening? Not at all. Weak sauce. Marshmallow Man is that weird just cameo. It's like, yeah, like. Yeah, dude. The more you talk about it, the more you know I hate it. <laughs> the movie almost was kind of snarky, like we're better than the original. It kind of had that weird feeling like, like Dragnet or Tharsky and Hutch. Like just kind of like uh, poking fun at their old where they come from. And with this movie, it didn't need that. It needed some real affection. Like The Force Awakens had mad love for where it came from. And that mad love showed through, and you sneaking um, Super 8 had mad love from the Spielberg world to come from. And that love makes you love it too, because like this, you understand what I care about, you're making a movie that I can connect to. They gave it to that Paul guy, whatever his name was, Paul something, and he is smart, and he's better than us, and it comes out, and it was parts I liked, but in the whole, Ghostbusters die with, that, with those guys. Mm -hmm. If you do another one, it's going to be hard to get it back. It's hard to get it back. I don't see them ever doing it. Oh, it's weird seeing a lot of franchises like Terminator. That franchise is kind of on the stinking life support. Diehards on life support because they wrecked that. Diehard 5 sucked. I mean, it sucked. With his son, it, it wasn't even a diehard Never film. Never watched it. It was terrible. It sounds horrible. Um, what else movies are like they've killed? The Terminator franchise? Life support. Are they doing another one? They're doing another one. With Arnie? <sighs> Come on, dude. I mean, there's a lot of franchises that just grow. You know, Indiana Jones in the ground. Dude. They're doing another one. They got, it, they got five ready to film after Ready Player One, which comes out next week, baby. What's that one? Ready Player One is that Spielberg film with all the 80s awesomeness in it. You've not seen the trailer to these movies? I think I have. I, I've seen it before a movie, didn't I? Maybe. I'll just show it. So, so. Who's in it? No, actors-wise, it just looks Spielberg awesomeness. So... Raise this wrong, raise this right. Well, before we get to that, Patreon. Here we go. Patron. We're a monthly podcast. We put this out for you every month. We hope you love the, the content we're giving you. We're just two brothers talking trash, loving life, having a few laughs. Have a few laughs. What's that from? Have a few laughs. I don't know, man. My name is, so we ask you, if you want to support the podcast, if you enjoy this ep the, the, the podcast we put out, if you enjoy this content, it gives you a laugh every week. We actually consider giving a dollar a month to the to the to the cause. It's not a buck from you is not much, but it helps go a lot. A lot of people give a if a lot give a little, a little don't gotta give a lot. So go ahead, throw a buck in there. We, if if we get enough money given through Patreon, we're considering bringing another episode back every month. So if you want to get there, give that dollar. Give that dollar now. Raised us up. First of all, we say it all the time. We're gonna say it again tonight. This movie's about three friends. Mm -hmm. And they, listen, they start a business together. And it's a long shot. Raise, mortgages his house. It's crazy town. But they're together. They love one another. They're good friends. And I've heard people say, I'll do anything. I'll go anywhere if I got good peoples around me. If you got good peoples, life is awesome. Like, so I love a movie where you have good friends. That, and the thing about these guys acting on screen their friendship comes through. Yes. It, it feels genuine, and they really love one another, and I love that stuff. I love that stuff. And even the side characters are part of the family. That's fantastic stuff. I love how they keep Rick Moranis and Annie Potts in part two. It's so good. And, and uh, Annie Potts got a little bit bigger role, dude. She's, it's, 
Same with Lewis. Yep. Great. It's great. He puts in the packet in part two. It's really mm-hmm. fun. It's really good. And you feel happy for him because in part one, he gets chumped so bad. Oh, man. Dude, he's... Hey, somebody go help that little guy. <laughs> um, somebody want to interview me? That's funny. <laughs> and he comes out. Uh, and the very end of that, Slimer comes right at the screen again. Slimer. My wife's like, I don't get it. I'm like, what don't you get, babe? She goes, all the other ghosts are like people who have died. But Slimer is this blob. I'm like, babe, there's, there's no real rules. It's just fun. No, it's... You call the ghost buses, and that's what you call. <laughs> so it's the boys. And another thing that's when we raise this right is that... I don't know why this is this way. It's just like uh, water through the pipes. There's a weird noise happening here. Who's using the water? I don't know. But I, in this movie, there's ghosts. Okay, Ghosts are supposed to be outside of science. Outside. They're supernatural. I love that these guys can fight the supernatural. Mm-hmm. It's a, I don't know why, but deep down in me, I feel like I can fight anything. Like, it's a weird thing. Like, this movie, at a young age, you know, what's happening in the house? These movies prepped us, in our minds, for any situation that can ever happen. Because you think to yourself, <laughs> I could fight ghosts. I could fight a zombie apocalypse. I could fight anything. <laughs> and I love that they can fight a stinking pagan demigod, and they beat it. Listen, total platonic reversal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, the gate can swing both ways. <laughs> Cross, I love this plan. Cross the streams. Um, I love this plan. <laughs> but uh, it puts this idea in our heads that human ingenuity can fight anything. And I, bl- I, I have a thing. I'm like, you know what? If you're find a way to win and win. Like two, not as good as one for this, two feels like they outsmart and beat the thing. Two is kind of win. I don't know how they beat the Carpathian. They just shoot him and he goes into the painting. Yeah, get him back in the painting. And then they blow the painting up. Well, then Dan Aykroyd gets possessed. Right. But then there's the painting of them at the end, which is really weird. Yeah, I didn't like that shit. With Oscar. (laughs) It's like the four wise men with Oscar. It's a renaissance. Like a Donatello. Look, but... uh, So gay. But I love that they they figure out how to fight supernatural, how to overcome man versus nature... Love that stuff. I love um, stories of just guys figuring out how to face evil and beating it. Just, just fun stuff. So this movie didn't give us a lot as far as making us people, but it did give us a lot of just nostalgia, enjoyment. We love good characters, love good story. We love laughing. We like people laughing in movies and laughing with them. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Yes. Um, question for you. Do you think that the Sexual Liberty walking is dumb or cool in part two? I think that if the thing tried to move, it would crumble. That's true. I mean, realistically, of course, it's not realistic. But in the movie, do you like it or not like it? Is it too cheese or is it fun? Both. Okay. Close to the edge? I I mean, I'm not going to say the movie sucked because of it. No. I think that um, that whole... Pure, uh, something, something. When they're talking about, we need something, and they're looking at the license plate and it's Miss Liberty. That was whack as hell, but I love the movie, so I can't, I can't hate on it. I okay. mean, I just wonder, some little, some little dog on that. I wonder part. what she had under that thing. She's French. <laughs> 
So I do like how they're walking through the sticking water, and the water's all the way up to where yes, they're at. that's that pretty was awesome. Pretty cool. That's really cool. It, it it made you want to be in there having that adventure. And the thing is, in, in the part one, the all the crowds there cheering for him. It's cheesy McGee, and I loved it. In this you know one, what? same thing. It's the, the same cheesy McGee. Same I thing like at it. The end of Scrooge, dude. Yes, I love that shit, man. Love the cheesy McGee. I love that. I, 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 eat, I eat that stuff up. Yes. Now extra cheese, boy. What are we watching next week, Tony? Did we say raises right, raises wrong? Maybe it's not much this month week. Just the boys and fighting. Oh ghosts. yeah, we did say yeah. the boys. Okay. And talk shit about we can handle any situation. We'll which, fight anything. Which we can't, but I mean we'll try. <laughs> <laughs> um. What was the question? What are we watching next week? Well, what, what wonderful movies are we watching next what week? What episode is next week? What movies are you watching? Okay. What movies are you watching next week, dude? <laughs> <laughs> we got a month for that joke, so. How do we even begin to talk about the amazingness? I'll tell you, how, I'll, I'll reveal it this way. I was on a podcast with, uh, not your Patrick's podcast this week, and I quoted this movie two times. You know, we'll end our podcast this way. I am Ernesto Marino Alanese. And I am Antonio Jaime Moreno. And together we are Wild, Wild Stallions. Stallions! Next month, Bill and Ted. Excellent adventure. Bogus journey. All coming at you. It's going to be amazing. Watch it. Get ready. It's going to be a blast. It's, you want to talk about nostalgia, dude? Like, it... It makes being dumb awesome. It, dude, high five. I mean, we're, we're getting it. It's awesome, dude. <laughs> so. I mean, mom. <laughs> so as always, I'm Ernesto. I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Rum Theater. Silence is